Well, welcome back to the DOV Family Podcast, everyone. We have a very special guest today, Dr. Ray Gurendi. You may have heard of Dr. Ray. He's everywhere. He's a Catholic father of 10 adopted children, a clinical psychologist, author, professional speaker, and national radio and television host. His radio show, The Doctor Is In, can be heard on over 440 stations and Sirius XM Channel 130. His TV show, Living Right with Dr. Ray, can be seen on EWTN Global Catholic Network, and is aired in 140 countries. Dr. Ray will also be a presenter for our upcoming upcoming Be an Amazing Parent workshops, speaking October 27th on Standing Strong as a Parent. Registration available at victoriadiocese.org slash parents. Welcome, Dr. Ray. Hi, Justin. So where are you right now? I'm sitting in a recliner in my living room. That's a great place to do an interview. Well, I'm glad you're resting because uh, you're very busy. Thank you so much for all you've done for the church and continue to do. And um, soon you'll be speaking in, in, on virtual workshops in our diocese. And your topic is standing strong as a parent. Why is this such an important topic for parents, especially in today's society? The culture is no longer on parents' sides at all. One of the most tragic things I see, Justin, is parents who have tried very hard to raise their kids in the faith and then one day look at that child at 16, 17, 20, 25, 30, 35 and say, wait a minute, what happened? Mm -hmm. Where is the faith? We didn't raise him this way. And mm -hmm. what happened was, I, I believe them, they didn't, but they underestimated what did the forces of the culture. Never before, Justin, has a culture been so good Mm -hmm. seductively pulling kids out of the faith and convincing them that the way that Jesus and his church say to do it is just so long ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Dr. Ray, I see in my day-to-day -day life what you just shared. So I'm in a men's group, and uh, there's about eight or ten of us. And the question came up is, is are your kids still practicing? The only guys whose kids were still practicing the faith are guys like me whose kids are still in the home. Every other guy, their kids, if their kids were out of the home, they weren't practicing. This has never happened before, Justin, in the history of Christianity. Yeah. In most, in most times, what you were raised with, you stayed with. The right. main influences on shaping who you were were your parents or the family or the clan or the tribe. Mm -hmm. Well, now the culture is so absolutely good, and I use that word in quotes, at convincing kids, at shaping kids to think very differently, to feel very differently, and to look at the morals that God has given us, which work. Trust me, I'm a psychologist. <laughs> I know. I live in human misery. I watch <laughs> upside-down lives. These mm -hmm. people who have left the faith, by and large, are not as happy as they would have otherwise been. Yeah. And they don't understand why not. Well, to the degree you leave the way God says to do it, you are inviting mm -hmm. anxiety, depression, chaos, mm -hmm. upset, uh, all manner of things that the society says, well, you know, wait a minute, just you're you're doing okay. You should be doing the you should be doing what we're telling you to do. And mm -hmm. I I tried it I I've really shifted, Justin. I have mm -hmm. now tried to get parents to stand strong against this. Mm -hmm. to, to slow down the pace, 
that their children are being made worldly by the culture around them to slow down giving mm-hmm. them a smartphone to slow down what they watch because if yeah. you don't if you don't what will mm-hmm. happen is the shaping will begin very young and you will be struggling breathlessly to keep up with it and much of the time you'll lose yeah you know um that's a theme of of different things we've been talking about in our diocese is slowing down you know the um number one challenge facing families on a survey we did a couple of years ago was overly demanding schedules. And then the second was the threat of media. So um, right in line with what we're seeing here in Victoria, Texas, and you, you've written a number of books. One of your most popular is Raising Upright Kids in an Upside Down World, Defying the Anti-Parent Culture. And I got to say the opening chapter, the intro has so many nuggets of truth. I just really encourage folks to pick it up. But what do you mean by the anti-parent culture? And how do you see that at work today? I wanted that subtitle. I asked the publisher, please let me have that subtitle. Because if you just say raising upright kids in an upside down world, there is a boatload of books out there that say, yeah, we're going to teach you how to raise a great kid. Now that, that's nothing new. The difference is the culture is really against parents. At every level, it is against a parent who wants to raise a virtuous, moral, kid. So you have to defy that culture. And I use the word defy because it fits well with within discipline. You know, when we talk about defying, we immediately think of a kid who's opposing discipline. Well, this time around, it's the parents who are having the guts to oppose the culture. You know, Justin, if my kids go off in their various directions, and some of them have, I want it to be, I can be at peace. If it's because they had to go through me, not because I stepped aside and compromised with the culture. I love that, Dr. I love so much of your advice because it's so down to earth. It's practical and just tells us, hey, you're doing better than you think you are, parents. Go with your gut. Trust yourself and stand strong. Um, Maybe a little teaser of what you might talk about October 27th. But if there's a parent listening who feels their child is out of control or maybe the child doesn't see them as an authority figure, what are some immediate things they can do to kind of get back in the driver's seat and establish that role again in their home? I will give them techniques that are the most powerful techniques I've ever developed, I've ever seen in my over 40 years of being a shrink. Uh, it will put them back in charge. It will make them believe that their child is nowhere near as strong-willed as they think he is. It will calm them down and it will show them the authority that they have, not in a jackbooted, kick the door down, I'm back and I'm ticked punk way, in a quiet, calm, I'm the parent, this is what I'm going to do. Now, I'm teasing you because I'm not giving you the technique. That's exactly right. You want the technique? You listen on October 27th. (laughs) I will tell you, I guarantee it, (laughs) I will tell you how to get calm, confident authority back or to increase it. Yeah, I'm excited for it personally because, you know, we, we have a son that uh, it's very easy for folks to say, oh, he's very strong-willed. He's very strong-willed. <laughs> what you're saying is, yeah, um, actually, um, he may not be as strong-willed as you think. So I'm looking forward to some nuggets myself for our, our six-year-old. <laughs> strong-willed, Justin, is by far, by far the most overused, misleading yeah. adjective leveled right. at our children today. 
by far. These mm-hmm. are not strong-willed kids. These are kids. Right. They are asocial, immoral, self-centered because they're kids. Right. And they have fallen human nature. So right. this, go, this is a classic example of how the shrinks have misled parents. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks the child is strong-willed. Well, wait a minute. If he's strong-willed, that means he's out of the norm. Mm-hmm. What's the norm? Well, the norm is he's supposed to cooperate. Says who? <laughs> Parents used to understand that kids are not going to cooperate with you. Yeah. Their natural but reaction now, is going to be yeah. to scream for what they want, right? Cry until they get that, what they want. That's the natural. That, that's the natural. And it just gets more that way as they get older. I want to do what I want to do. You're in the way. And yeah. a parent has to be stronger willed. This is what I tell folks. I'll say, you know, my 10 adopted children, some of them have had very bad histories. Mm-hmm. And according to the research, they should be very difficult to raise. Now, mm-hmm. I did have some kids with a lot of quirks, learning disabilities, et cetera, et cetera. However, I did not describe any of my 10 children as strong-willed. And the reason is the strongest willed of my 10 children was not stronger will than his mother. <laughs> There's the difference. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, I'm, I am so excited. Um, I just have to ask a little bit about your story, Dr. Ray. So you've written numerous books on psychology, the Catholic faith, parenting. You've been on TV, radio, a popular speaker. How did this happen? How did God lead you down this path, Dr. Ray? Major accident. Well, Maybe it was God's providence, but I'm not going to assume something. (laughs) I grew up raised as a secular psychologist. That's what I did. I went into an office. I consulted the schools. I consulted the courts. I consulted the drug programs. I consulted the state hospitals. You name it, Justin, I consulted to them. And the media that I did was 90% secular. I was on Oprah many times, Jenny Jones, CBS This Morning, Uh, all of those shows. I did hundreds and hundreds of radio shows all the time. One of the things I was told was, you are very suited for television and radio. Well, nothing ever happened. Uh, There were opportunities, but they fell through. As I got older, I thought, well, I guess that's kind of it. You know, I'm going to just be doing secular media. And and 90% of the speaking engagements that I did were to public groups, school districts, Head Start programs, hospitals, Kiwanis, dental associations, principal associations. Maybe 10% of what I did was religious. In the last 20 years, there has been a dramatic shift. Now, part of that is because of the radio and TV that is uh, a religious network, EWTN. The biggest part of it, Justin, is that people will go to my website and they will look and see that I'm associated with Catholic media. They will not touch me. Even though, even though mm-hmm. for 20 years, mm-hmm. I did secular talks. I didn't talk Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I received very, I received many invitations. I was speaking 100 plus times a year. Yeah. But now, because they operate out of the stereotype and the cliche, oh, mm-hmm. well, this guy's got a religious tone to what he says. Well, we can't have him. So now pretty much everything I do is Catholic. It's not even, it's not even Christian anymore. In the, I yeah. used to do a lot of Christian groups. They won't do it either. So it's fascinating how this yeah. all came about. I still see clients 
and I still write, but much of what I do is media and uh, speaking and uh, private practice. Very interesting. Well, maybe it's just a continuation of what you wrote about in raising up bright kids in an upside-down world, the culture moving further and further away from God and religion. And I think that's that's shown in the, the invitations you receive now, right? I used to give uh, this talk. I used to give the same talk or similar to what you're going to hear on October 27th. Mm-hmm. It got wow. very, very good reviews. I didn't talk Jesus. I didn't talk yeah. God. I just simply talked traditional, helpful, workable morals. Yeah. The response I get, I got was very, very good. Mm-hmm. Got invited back constantly. The cliche and the stereotype of, oh, well, he's religious. Mm-hmm. And have him pretty much killed every single one of those mm-hmm. audiences. Well, I think... You know, what you're the advice you give. One thing I see a difference in the culture is in the culture, it's become more and more about the child making big choices earlier and earlier in life. It's the child's choice. But you're bringing this back to what is actually biblical, scriptural and just works is no, the parent is in charge. The parent is the one entrusted with this beautiful gift of a child. They are the ones who need to help form this child to be a healthy adult, because if they don't, the culture will discipline them. That's one of the lines I love from one of your talks I heard. If you don't discipline your child, their landlord will one day. The police will one day. We have to take up our role as parents. We have to take charge. Have you heard the phrase chronological snobbery? <laughs> nope. <laughs> it basically means we are smarter than anybody who ever came before us. Uh, yeah. Those people really were throwbacks. They didn't have the wisdom that we have. So in the last couple of generations, we have mm-hmm. been raising children with enlightened psychological theories. Yeah. That wouldn't be bad if they worked. Right. But they worked for only a small percentage of kids and parents. Right. By and large, the wisdom of history and the mm-hmm. wisdom of raising children with parents in charge worked a lot better than it's working now. Obviously, look at our schools. You have to have police yeah. in all the schools. Who would have right. ever ever mm-hmm. thought of that 40 years ago mm-hmm. the 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 people will tell you who are small business people i can't hire anybody they don't show up mm-hmm. they come in and they leave right they right. have to go through 20 people to get one maybe so mm-hmm. all of this is overwhelming evidence that the way we're doing this and the way mm-hmm. we're surrendering to the culture is not working but we yeah. keep doubling down on it Makes sense. Total sense, Dr. Ray. Well, I, I am very excited for your presentation. Um, so many reasons to attend. Maybe just last question, Dr. Ray. What's one thing you would tell parents who are maybe on the fence or a grandparent listening who's on the fence, maybe coming, maybe not? What would you tell them about why they should join us October 27th or maybe for the others as well? They're going to come away with more confidence, with more authority. They're going to be more relaxed. They're going to quit beating themselves up. They're not mm. going to have as much guilt and they're going to yeah. be in charge. And who doesn't want those things? So thank you, Dr. Ray. We look forward to October 27th. So folks, again, it is just 25 bucks to get access to all three of our presentations. We have uh, the first talk will be on Practical Ideas for Family Faith by author Katie Warner. The next uh, presentation, October 20th, we're talking about Discipline 
with Mike and Alicia Hernan from the Messy Family Project. And then October 27th is is uh, our third hitter here, batting cleanup, because we have three speakers in front of them. Dr. Ray, bring it all home, standing strong as a parent. Register at victoriadiocese.org slash parents. Thank you again, Dr. Ray. Justin, appreciate it.